R-rated Star Wars update. Just one for me, because I need, in my bones, in my soul, I just need Han Solo to say, I've fucked and sucked my way across half the galaxy. I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> Devin, you can write your own fan fiction. I believe in you. That's what we, we have an entire podcast about writing your own fan fiction. That's like the whole point of what we're doing here. I need it to be canon. Here. There's a difference. I need it to be real. What is canon? I don't even think episode nine is canon personally. <laughs> But it, you listen. You can in your heart want it to not be canon, but it's got the official Disney seal on the front that says this is canon. This shit actually happened. Live with it. I bet I anybody. Just... <laughs> like anybody we all really know, likes Paranatural and is like here because they saw the name of like a web comic that they really love and are part of like this small community around this like um, uh, passionate, heartfelt thing. Um, are really mad right now. They don't want us to have opened it this way. I thought you'd be more upset because this is me continuing the, like, we do a, a child-focused episode, and I start by going, Ooh, my pussy! The theme of the show, as it always has been, I hate it here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Amber Autumn. She, her. <laughs> my name's Prince Devin. He, him. And... Um, my, my sensors are telling me that uh, there is a third life form aboard the ship right now. Uh, that's a great intro. It's uh, Memory, they, them, I'm Amber Autumn's roommate, and I am, I'm living to just listen to them uh, just, you know, boil themselves in a pot of whatever the fuck they've been talking about for the last two minutes. That's probably fair. I mean, two minutes, more like the last two years. Like, this is just, this is the, the project that we've been working on since we started this show. Um, is just making it as bad as we possibly can. Uh, this is original podcast, Do Not Steal, a weekly show in which every week Devin and I take your favorite intellectual properties and we make an original character in that property. Sometimes we do television, sometimes we do video games, sometimes we do uh, ancient mythology. Um, but today we are talking about a webcomic, um, and we're talking about a webcomic that neither Devin nor I have actually read, I don't think. I mean, I assume that Devin, you haven't read it, which is why we have a special guest, Sauron, um, to help us through that. Um, but before we do that, um, the first time we have anybody on the show, um, we like to, as a little getting to know you prompt, ask what is something that you think is overrated and something that you think is underrated? Wow, this is great. I, I super, I super should have done my homework and known about this, huh? Um, well, I guess this show, Yeah, I definitely I'm... should have introduced that idea to you before. Yeah, I guess this, sh this, this show, cause again, yeah, just terrible, um, you know, guest prep on this one. Don't, you know. I don't really know. If what I the need to are... vamp more about Han Solo sucking and fucking, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, this is what I'm. This is what I'm talking about. It's great. Um, ah, uh, God, no. Something that's underrated. Uh, since we're on Star Wars, I'm gonna say Episode Nine, and not because it's good at all, but because you can use it uh, to vamp a lot, or not vamp. Uh, uh, what is it? Riff. Yeah, you can use it to riff a lot. It's really, really fun. You're just doing that because I'm on air and you want to make me mad on air. Yeah, a little bit. And also because it's true. I had a great time in the theater just fucking riffing on it the whole time. It was great. We saw that movie together. Memory is my roommate and also, like, probably my best friend in the world. It's been a, a long time coming for them to be on the show. Um, uh, so it's very high standards. And if it isn't the greatest episode you've ever heard before, you should um, all get out your pitchforks and chase them out of town. Yeah, no, uh, most overrated uh, thing uh, is then, I guess, this episode that I'm on. Uh, thanks, Amber Autumn. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you got it for me. Thank you. <laughs> Came full circle on that one. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about what Paranatural is? Introduce the concept of it to us? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so Paranatural is a webcomic uh, web by Zach Morrison. They, them, uh, has been going on since uh, May 2011, so just over 12 years now. I don't know, it's like, if I go in, I'm looking at the first page right now, and it's in, like, sketchy black and white with, with some color in the background. Not, like, color backgrounds, but, like, color in the background. Um, and it's done a little bit, like, on purpose, but it is, like, way different art style-wise, because it's been going over... 12 years and i think the story's taken place over like like five days max i uh, like literally it's it's so so slow and plotting Jesus in a Christ. yeah it's it's fantastic it's it's done so well uh basically done by i don't know a fan of uh of shonen anime is what it really feels like uh in the end uh we'll, we'll get around to what that what that says about it i guess but it's that's great because Devin knows things about that. Exactly. So. No, I figured Devin would would probably love this one. Uh, yeah, it's paranormal because it's like it's like super it's like supernatural and paranormal put together. And isn't that isn't that funny? There's ghosts and stuff. What is, what is, what is it about? What's the the premise of the story? Uh, okay, so uh, new kid Max Puckett goes to this town called Mayview, um, and he starts. Well, I mean, he starts you know seeing a bunch of other middle schoolers because he's in like seventh grade. And, uh, I don't know, they got names like Johnny Jahani and Ed Berger. I mean, I don't know, they just, they're funny. But, uh, really what happens is that spirits show up, and he sees them all over the place. Uh, and so he gets absorbed into the school's Paranatural Club, or Paranatural Activity Club, which, uh, for anybody who can't see ghosts, is just called the Activity Club, which when you think about it is kind of fucked up. If you had a club at your school called the Activity Club, I bet you'd be so mad that you weren't in it. Because I would want to know what's going on there so bad. I feel like I did have a club called the Activity Club at my school. What did they do? I bet they hunted ghosts. Yeah, I guess I guess it was ghost stuff, wasn't it? Well, okay. Probably. I, this is the only explanation I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Aston answered. It's great. Uh, I mean, I like that it's called Paranatural because they get to do a little... Um, there were, for a while, especially in the early days of the comics, some side uh, comics called Supernormal for the regular parts of town. Um... But it's uh, a new kid moving to town uh, with just his dad and his little sister. Uh, Mom has seemingly recently died, and there's uh, ghosts all over. Uh, isn't that great? Uh, and, you know, ha uh, wacky hijinks or hacky hijinks ensue. I don't know, it's, it's, it's tough to say what happens because it's, it's very, very dense, is the thing. Uh, everybody has, like, three different lines between each other and everyone else in the story, and... It's just a lot. When you say they have lines over each other, what does that mean? Okay, so like, like imagine you are dr like drawing a either serial killers or just you know person who does uh, wiki articles. You're just drawing like uh, connections between people uh, to like I don't know describe their relationships to each other. Uh, a lot of people like have like obviously direct relationships where like uh, Max, the main character, knows. I don't know, Isaac, uh, one of the other members of the Paranatural Club, who knows Ed, who knows Isabel, um, all members of, of that same club, but, like, I don't know, Ed is uh, kind of just Isabel's shadow, and so goes along with whatever she says, and she has a whole thing with her grandpa, and her grandpa trained their teacher, who is also their club supervisor, who uh, keeps a lot of stuff from Isaac, who tries to let Max in, but Max is being let in on uh, their teacher, uh, Rich Spender. God, his name is Rich Spender. Um rich spender's secrets uh and and isaac will resent that that is that is replicated across the entire cast that sort of web of stuff uh pretty immediately 
um, whenever a character is introduced or there's a new situation, it will just be like, hey, this is this exists in the wider web that, uh, you know, kind of uh, is all encompassing. So they, they deal with ghosts. What, is that, what does that look like in this world? What are ghosts like? Like, everybody has, like, a little spectral aura around them. Um, uh, and ghosts either exist just kind of uh, in the world, like, people who are quote-unquote spectrals uh, can see them. There is a little cute little thing called a doctopus. It looks like a, I don't know, like a kid's cartoon version of an octopus, and you put it on a wound, and it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't fix it, but it doesn't hurt. Uh, and they have, like, effects. Every little ghost has an effect, um, and they will just show up through the world. If a ghost is, like, really weakened, they will then possess uh, either an object or a person, uh, creating either, like, a like a spirit tool, I think it's called, or making that person into a medium. Uh, then people, so certain spectrals can use tools if, like, their spirit colors match up. Uh, same thing with the medium deal. Um, people can become spectrals if they're possessed or if they have brushes with death. Um, but generally, spirits, like, just in the wild, just all around town, can look like anything. Um, there's a really early page where it's just, like, I don't know, there's just, like, this huge dragon in the sky that seems kind of benign, but obviously huge and and mystifying. There's just, like, a bunch of, I don't know, spirits, just, like, well, a mushroom I am spirit. imagining that dragon. Thanks for imagining dragons for me. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, there's, I don't know, there's just a lot going on. There's spirits, like, I don't know, they all they all look weird and have distinctive... They're all kind of trying to be puns. Like, uh, Max has a bat that has magnet powers, and that spirit is called Scrap Dragon. Uh, Isabel, to start off with, has a book that lets her control paper, uh, and it's called Eightfold. Stuff like that. Um, and they just, like, that but, one looks um... like a cootie catcher that is a spider, and it's cool as hell. But, so, they have pretty varied looks. Um, in the, it's, it's some classic shonen shit where they all have individual powers and individualized looks and looks and deals and all that sort of thing. So that everyone has their, their own special little thing they're doing that ranges from, like, magnetism to being able to just erase someone's body parts or something. And is there, like, a, like a long-term goal, like a central plot hook that they're all questing after or whatever? The lead was kind of has been buried on that for a while. Um, I I can give you like like deep in the story. There's some great power sleeping in Mayview, which is basically just a very very strong spirit. Um, spirits can can become like grudges if they get really hurt or or mad, and then can turn into whites if they, uh, if they like crystallize in that form really, and not crystallize like literally, but like you know. I don't know, if you get hit a lot and it just makes you fucked up, but you're a spirit who could control whatever, it turns into, like, the perfect version of that sort of spirit, and it's fucked. And it's assumed that there is one sleeping in Mayview. Um, there was, I think, a prophecy at some point saying that Mayview would be destroyed by the end of the summer, but otherwise, um, everyone's pretty clueless and all just chasing someone else's tail um, throughout the whole thing, so unsatisfyingly no there's not really a central thing it's a lot of interpersonal drama like there's something technically hooking you through the whole thing but it's it's just like something's gonna happen because there's a comic about it and you're and you're walking through the the like interpersonal drama between these characters more or less all right so i ran through several permutations of like oh it's danny phantom meets x anime and we're gonna walk you through all of them to see which one yeah. is the most so at first i was like oh 
it's Danny Phantom meets Persona 3 with the pacing of Wheel of Time. And then you kept talking. I was like, no, this is more Mega Man Star Force. No, this is more Shaman King. And then I landed back once you started talking about interpersonal relationships. It was like, no, I was correct at first. This is Danny Phantom meets Persona 3 with the pacing of Wheel of Time. Yeah, kind of. That's it. That is pretty good. Um, It's it's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it. It's there's like yeah the a lot of characters are possessed and have very similar stuff going on to like like danny phantom would just be one of the one of the agents of oh my god i forgot i meant i forgot to mention the paranatural uh activity consortium which exists uh they all wear like there's this big stupid secret organization and they all wear fucking like tuxedo onesies or like suit onesies because they have to look like business professional uh but also be able to sleep in their uniforms uh, and I just wanted everyone to know that that's like, like, it's not like, it's all, there's a lot of interpersonal drama and it's all very melodramatic um, at times, but it's also one of the silliest web comics uh, that's out there. No, that's really funny. Are they like, they're adults? Yeah, they're adults. They all meet up in, they all, they're grown ass men. There's a guy named Texas Walker. Uh, a lot of names are puns in this. Um, uh, there's a guy named Texas Walker who looks like some sort of forest ranger or something. Uh, and he, he just wears a big old suit that's a onesie, um, and they're all bossed around by somebody named Boss Leader, who, I don't know, she's kind of wacky, whatever. She, her name, like, they just call her Boss Leader. I don't know. Could you walk me through a few character dynamics so I kind of have a sense for what ground is covered before we jump into who ROC is and who they relate to? Totally. Uh, I'm going to hit you with uh, my personal favorite, Johnny Jahani. Uh, his first name is spelled Johnny and his last name is spelled Johnny, but the H and O were switched. <laughs> yeah, I, I love him so much. Uh, he's, he, Shut up. He's, uh, so he basically, he has like a friendly bully relationship with Max, um, who is the main character. Max is like all snarky and whatever, and uh, Johnny is like... He just asks if he can bully Max still sometimes after they uh, win at a hitball game, which is like dodgeball, but uh, they had to ban dodgeball, so it's hitball, which is super intense. It's like their <laughs> it's like their tournament arc, more or less. Uh, equivalent. Did they, wait, did they ban dodgeball and then they therefore replaced it with a more intense version of dodgeball? Am I getting that right? Uh, it's not supposed to be more intense. In fact, I I would assume it's just equally intense. They just named it hitball, so it's not dodgeball. <laughs> uh max says i take it you still want to fight me and johnny will say something like on a scale of yes to no yes uh so johnny johnny and max are great i love them it's just a it's just a like hey can i bully you i'm gonna i'm gonna uh my hair is dyed and just like you're about to be like that sort of thing uh there is a, a character named cody jones and his friend jeff <laughs> god fucking damn it his name is jeff favorite flavors um like it's it, he goes by jeff but his name is jeff favorite flavors um and uh i don't know there's just like a nerd and the and the like that one kid who you just assume is cool in class but like hangs out with the nerd um and that kind of makes him even cooler somehow uh let's see there's isabel and ed other members of the paranatural uh activity club uh she's like got this whole uh thing where she's super capable and just likes fighting a lot um, and Ed's like a also random goofball, um, and they're just best friends because they uh, both kind of just grew up together. Isaac is Isaac is moody because he's thirteen. Everyone else is twelve, but he's a teenager, so he's moody. Those are those are some highlights, I think. That's funny. I love that. I love it so much. That's that's a rundown of some some pretty major characters and relationships, I guess. 
Uh, there's, I guess, Susie in the journalism club. There's Dimitri Danger, who used to be, who's in the journalism club now, he used to be in the Paranatural Activity Club. Uh, and he's just really cool and aloof and stuff and will sabotage Susie, who just constantly blackmails everybody. And God, it's weird to talk about this, like, tw- uh, talk like this about 12 year olds, huh? Okay, I have like seven immediate ideas for characters based off of this because I think middle schoolers are so fun and funny. Exactly. So let me. Let me just throw you like a handful of immediate concepts and we'll see which of those resonate with you, which of them feel true to the comic, which of them feel like retreads of things that already exist. Okay, can I can I pause you here? Because I have a great idea, yes. uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. Uh, so, Amber Adam, you love, uh, you love kids. Uh, so if you wanted to be the person, if you wanted to be the person coming up with a middle schooler and Devin, who loves Shonen Powers bullshit... Um, if you want to be the person to come up with their spirit that either possesses them or an item, a tool that they have, um, I think that would be a great split for you two, frankly. Oh, Amber, we're doing the thing in Soul Eater where we soul sync or what? Soul Eater's not great, so I don't remember much of it. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yep. We're drift compatible, Devin. Oh, so... yeah, for Pacific Rim. <laughs> Okay, I guess um, if we're coming up with uh, one middle school part and one supernatural part, that'll get rid of my... That'll automatically rule out my idea of a kid who's, like, obsessed with supernatural shit and wants to hunt it down, but doesn't actually know that there's supernatural shit happening. I'm so sorry, so that kid exists. Just like... That kid exists, I'm so sorry. Um, that kid exists. <laughs> I'm a genius, and... no, that's great. <laughs> that kid exists and thinks it's all aliens. Um... That's perfect. That 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 means that I'm I'm keying into the right energy if I predicted that character successfully. So yeah. let me let me okay, I'm gonna go into a little bit more just because there's a little bit more to give you if you two are gonna if you're gonna pilot this Oh god fucking I'm the Ava unit so I'm <laughs> Amber's dead mom. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Amber, if you're gonna pilot Devin, your dead mom, uh let me give you some more some more stuff just to work <laughs> off of. Uh, so for the spirit side of things, uh, uh, when somebody is either possessed or has a tool, they can enter like a little spirit trance to talk to them. And it sort of ends up being like a little uh, Jujutsu Kaisen like spirit dona- domain sort of thing. It just kind of looks like their vibe. Um, Isabel has another tool, uh, uh, which is an umbrella possessed by a little a little turtle named Flip Flop who can just make things turn upside down. Uh, his whole thing is having a box and... I don't know, liking to uh, breakdance. So it just looks like a subway bodega, like his whole little thing. Um, But they all have personalities. Like the spirits are also like just sort of people. They could either be like actually just people who used to live or they can be like ideas or thoughts or emotions or like spirits of of places or things. Um, And they can have, yeah, like all sorts of powers, uh, just really various. Uh, And like if the character's, possessed like uh the character isaac uh he has like spiky red hair uh and it's spiky because he's possessed by a weather spirit that just makes his hair static up a little bit i think is what the implication is uh otherwise he wouldn't look like that let me give you my first pitch for a middle schooler then and possibly last pitch if we like it you know she's 12 she um, is probably considered bossy by the other by the other kids because that's the word that you use when you're 12 is you call people bossy, um, and, and she has like this little like group of people who follow her around possibly 
a magical group of little people because it's always fun when the little group is like, you know, she has a group of magic spirits or whatever. And also, comma, she is a horse girl. Okay, that's great. I don't think there are any horse girls, so that, or really any, like, the popular girl sort of characters, so that would, one, run unopposed in both categories, and also just uh, be a good starting point. Her spirit is called Stadium Stampede, and it is her clique, her posse, her followers, who all, like, trample things, their horses, right? And they take the form of, like, a gust of wind. So when she shows up, she constantly has, like, dramatic hair breezing and, like, dress going in the wind because of the power of her sick stand. It does a big wind and a big stomp, and also the power to look cool. That's, uh, fantastic. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, okay, so we're done, right? So that we did it. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't do anything other than make her look cool? Like, that's perfectly good enough, like, it, but, like, it's, it's functionally useless other than being impressive. No, 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 that's, that's a byproduct of its main function is it does a big <laughs> gust of wind to, you know, you know when a car go past you when you're walking on the highway and you get a big gust of wind? It's like that, because there's so much horsepower with all these horses running through. I think this is a wonderful place to start. We can't call it done, though, because if nothing else, we do have many of these little Chekhov's objects, and we do have to have this character associated with one of them. She has to find one of these objects. That's right. I would say uh, pretty easy for the source material here and why I was so down with the Chekhov's object thing is like literally the her spirit can just be possessing one of these things and she just has that on her. Um, and that's like the thing she uses to do the fun little spirit power all the time. It could be something pretty simple like a hair brooch if you really want it to be. I think one character has like sunglasses that are like a thing. So what, what are some objects that are already, like, what what's the convention so far in the story? Uh, I mean, for tools, like, Max has a metal base, like, an aluminum baseball bat that has magnetism powers. Uh, Isabel had a book that, like, gave her, like, control over all paper. Um, uh, Ed had, like, a, a paintbrush, or I think still has a paintbrush that just lets him, like, make shapes and stuff out of, out of paint. Uh, whereas, like... One character, or uh, Rich Rich Spender, which, God, his name is Rich Spender, and his dad is Bill Spender, and his sis, his sister is Penny Spender, and they just love pun names. Anyway, um, uh, I think his sunglasses are possessed, and it just, like, it, it doesn't really show very much at all. Um, it's it's not, like, a, a special thing. It, like, the, they're possessed by a spirit named Lucifer, which, like, you know, is about light and stuff. Um, so it's funny that it's sunglasses, uh, but really... It can be something apropos. Um, it could also be something uh, more or less innocuous, I guess. But it probably wants to be something that, like, doesn't expire. Like, we don't want to make it, like, a dead cat, for example. Probably not a dead cat. I will say, uh, I'm looking at number 49, a talking animal sidekick, and having new for the series a possessed animal, and then having that be something that the character is in communication with could be interesting, but also feels hard in a school setting. I'm, like, thinking about it, if if it was, like, an animal that got possessed by the spirit, like, my first instinct is, okay, it's a horse, and then my second better instinct is, okay, it's, like, a pet hamster or something that she dresses up to look like a horse. That has a little, like, cowboy riding it all the time, like, a little, a little saddle and everything, but, like, you know, small-sized. Can it be a 
piggy. We are going Gravity Falls here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't see why not. I don't see why not the popular girl in school uh, who is into horses can't have a pig uh, just in school. Honestly, I fuck it. Why not? A pig big enough to ride. I feel like that would happen if you're 12 and also exist in a paranormal comic. It fits the tone in general, but also I don't think I ever saw somebody riding a pig at my middle school. And also, can I just say the fact that the the webcomic, uh, the pacing has been so um, just jam-packed uh, so much is that you could just have the character be like, yeah, um, you didn't see me or my giant pig that I ride uh, because it's only been like five days. I was sick for a week or on vacation or something at the county fair. What do you know? Shut up. I would like to say, before we move on to my segment, let I ship it, I feel like uh, interpersonal relationships are very important for this setting, so I would like to map out who... We also need to name her, but who does she know? Who, who's she friends with? Who makes the most sense to be friends with? Let me, let me list off some characters for you. Uh, there's Susie, who runs the journalism club, and will try to, and probably will blackmail everybody. Um, she's great. She tried to be friends with the main character, Max, uh, to start with, um, until he got swipe swiped up by being, you know, by seeing ghosts. Oh god, what's her name? There's a character who just runs the fucking school store, and the school store is like a speakeasy bar that runs on, uh, gold stars given out by one specific teacher. Um, so that's, <laughs> aside from that, I mean, there's, there is like a whole student council thing, um, but I think it's dumb. And they, the, the comic kind of knows it's dumb and doesn't deal with it very much because it's meant to be dumb. Uh, there's also just Violet, who is just cool. She's just a cool girl and doesn't know anything about anything. She's just she's just there and is cool. When I you don't have any immediate cool, relations. Like, does that mean, like, you said... There you go. Does that mean that you like her or that she like has social capital in the school? Uh, she doesn't have a lot of social capital. And it's not just that I like her. It's just that like her thing is just that she's like there and and generally likable and will stand up for people um it's like she's 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 a cool person that doesn't mean she's like a cool person god that's awful i mean as far as interpersonal stuff goes i mean listen if she if she has access to spirit stuff um i think the big angle there is just that she has that unbeknownst to the six currently people at the middle school who all have powers um one who only joined recently obviously uh max being in like the new kid but like there were just five people there who totally should have known and don't um uh there could be like Susie could just have some dirt on her about it i don't know maybe maybe one of the characters does know and isn't saying anything and is keeping a secret for her i don't know maybe, maybe oh, her that... name is charlotte stampede because charlotte's web like the pig and stampede because horse girl that's great yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any convincing reason why it shouldn't be Charlotte's Stampede. Yes. Why are you so hype about that? Is that some? Am I missing something? No, I just uh, I'm. I feel like I'm bad at names, and I want to come up with a good one. I get excited. Okay, yeah, it's it's pretty good alliteration. I mean, it's not like even actual alliteration. It just sounds like it. I mean, yeah. Uh, as far as interpersonal stuff goes, I mean, it's just like pick pick a member of the Paranatural Activity Club to to like know the secret and none of the other ones do and immediately 
uh, there is drama between all of them. Like, literally, the comic has been going on for 12 years, and I think it was, like, just last year that the four kids currently in the club all decided to work together and be nice about it. I mean, it seems like the natural choice here is that journalism girl knows, right? Because... Because that's her whole thing, is that she knows things about people. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely, like, she could just... Susie, the journalism girl, can just know, and then totally just has not connected the dots that the activity club also just does ghost stuff. I think that's actually pretty funny. Like, oh yeah, there's ghosts, but that weird club that I'm so, so curious about? No, is that something else? It's gonna be something, you know, normal, or whatever. I would like to alter my stance. I think that Susie... Um, is friends with her, but doesn't know that she's got supernatural shit going on. Okay, so they're just friends, and it's kind of amazing that that secret hasn't gotten to Susie, and that Susie doesn't care. It's, like, ironic that it's, or it's not ironic, but, I don't know, that that Charlotte is hiding it from the investigatory girl who's trying to track it down, and that the investigatory girl who's trying to track it down is, in fact, best friends with someone who... Um, has access to the information, but she doesn't know it. That sounds great. That's that's pretty good. I yeah. Th- there's a lot you could do with that. Um, and it, like yeah, just introducing a new character um, who just is in on stuff and knows more than you, the viewer, and it'll be trickled out over time is very very appropriate to Paranatural as a webcomic. She was gone. She, this was, week. she was visiting her grandparents. She was she was gone on vacation at the county fair and also. Uh, everyone just totally regards her as being super normal. Um, like, oh yeah, you know, Charlotte, the popular horse girl who rides a pig into school, whatever. Uh, we have other stuff to worry about, like that, how that hitball game was totally fucked up, uh, because one of the characters was- Did she get the pig at the county fair? No, that, that is to Gravity Falls. No, she definitely brought the pig to the fair, though, like, to compete. No, she's a 4-H'er. She just, she works with pigs. Horse girl at heart, pig girl in practice. That's right. Definitely puts little cowboy hats on all her little pigs because she wants them to be horses. Which is very, I, I feel like that would be just a great uh, spirit for a middle schooler. Like, ah, oh, you know, I wish you could be running with the horses, but I'm here stuck with you, with you, you know, you, you lot. You pigs. You pigs, yeah. So the prompt does specify that the, the sidekick does talk. So... So that's the thing, is like talking i could i mean how much do you want me to to like oh like the animal talks to her and no one else because of the spirit or should the animal just be able to talk in the whole world uh to everybody and no one thinks that's weird it sounds strange to me in the setting that you've described that an animal would talk and nobody would think it's strange it seems to me that it must either only talk when they're alone or talk like telepathically to her i mean yeah only when they're alone like either one works having it be a like a possessed animal um and that somehow working as like a a tool for her is like totally i mean it's kind of like uncharted territory it's a bunch of like i'm making this up and this is totally how this works now that like yeah no fuck it that 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 pig could just talk and that pig could just talk like only when it chooses to and that's that totally works which also just, what a fun secret to have that your pig talks. She's so excited about it and she can't tell anyone. Okay, what else What else do we need from Charlotte before before we move on? Vibe and appearance, right? 
Yeah, I, vibe and appearance. Yeah. I also want to drill into more of what her power is because it sounds like she the the power really that this call, pig yeah. has is that there's wind around her sometimes. So my initial thought was that the 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 pig forms like her posse, her clique, right, mm-hmm. and so gets to like show up with a group of people. And also the wind thing. And the wind, right, because I was going to say stomps, but you just use, like, wind to stomp people. And when you do, like, the full charge, 100% full cowling smash, it leaves a giant hoof print where you've smashed whatever you're smashing. And I know I've just talked. Those are my words about the powers. Other people riff now. Add. That that was pretty good. That was actually, the, the hoof thing is cool. Just having, like, a big... A big, uh, a big spirit horse, wind, wind horse. Man, I, I, wow, I just said wind horse instead of coming up with a pun, and I'm still doing it. I get why Devin was, was freaking out a second ago. <laughs> I've been imagining very long pigtails and a cowboy hat the whole time, personally. Yeah, full stereotype like totally works. from Toy Story. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full stereotype totally works. Um, there is, I don't think, I don't think that would be too out of place, honestly. Can I, like, slight alteration? Because the, the thing that I was thinking was, like, you know, like, like middle school pretty? Like, when you're in middle school and the thing is that you, no, like, I'm if not you're a wearing, pedophile. like, a t-shirt with... No, I mean, like, but you, like, were in middle school. You remember, like, like the thing that you do when you're, like, a like a middle schooler, like, if you're wearing, like a, like, a purple t-shirt with sequins on it, you know? Like, that's, like... That's the, like, like dressing for power or whatever. And so, like, that's the first place my mind went. But if you're thinking, like, full, like, cowgirl outfit, then can I, like, follow up with she's wearing, like, it's not a full vest. It's, like, like it's not Jessie from Toy Story. It's, like, a Jessie from Toy Story t-shirt that she has on. Wait, like, one of those people that wears, like, a, instead of wearing a tuxedo, wears a shirt that looks like a tuxedo, but it's a, like, a cowgirl vest? Right, exactly. Okay. But it's a cowgirl vest. That's, that's, no, that fits. That 100% fits. That sounds great to me. What's it like to talk to Charlotte? How is she on a person-to-person basis? I think that she is, um, commanding and reads as a little bit self-absorbed. Um, not, like, mean, just, like kind of thoughtless and sort of wrapped up in her own stuff like Mimi from Digimon Adventure 1 sure we'll say that who also has a cowboy hat i mean yeah just having just having a character kind of in a, in a in a setting where uh there is a student council who thinks they're in charge uh, uh Susie of the journalism club who thinks she kind of has control over everybody uh I think Lisa is the girl in charge of the student store who also kind of has a has control over everybody because they all want juices um, from her little her little uh, speakeasy. And just having another character who's like, I am the one really in control of everybody uh, is really funny, uh, especially when they just haven't shown up and uh, absolutely aren't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I I personally feel reasonably clear on Charlotte. And it's time for... Pause for three seconds to add in the bumper. What the f***? In Yaoi art, the seme, or top, is usually dominating the UK, or bottom. It was fun! Their relationship is cute, damn it! I ship that! I 
I ship it, wherein we talk about a character's sexual identity and who also we think this character would be shipped with in the fandom at large. I don't familiar A concept with- that was really good when you came up with it, but then we start kept covering properties for everyone's children and it started to feel weird. <laughs> yeah, and so, so far can- So far I don't think any of these children characters in this webcomic I think I think there's been like one crush in the entire fucking twelve years of it. I would say that's very unrealistic. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, given how middle schoolers actually are, but um, it has taken place over the course of five days. So yeah, it's it's just so melodramatic, and everyone has so much shit going on that there's not like a lot of time for it. That being said, uh, I'm I'm sure there are people who go, oh, these two characters would be cute together. Um, in God forbid, you know, just the most chaste way possible. My OTP is at the very least a teenage. Princess Penelope and Charlotte Stampede. I think they get along together great. I ship them. Okay, so that's just a character from... That's just a, a, a previous OC from the podcast. Just some good slash I, I ship it. <laughs> I ship it can be whoever I ship them with. God damn it, it's my <laughs> Yeah. Segment. There's no reason this can't be a, just an entire slash, I guess, across two fucking fandoms. Bless you. Just some Sonic X Garfield yeah. shit. Good for you. I have nothing to add. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Wonderful addition of I ship it. <laughs> I ship it is just the section where Devin says some shit. That's great. I want Devin to say more shit. De- oh wait, Devin, who do you ship? Wait, who do you ship the pig with? And also, what's the pig's name? And who do you ship the pig with? <laughs> <laughs> who do I ship the fucking pig with? Uh, That's a great question. Uh, the pig has a crush on Big Macintosh from My Little Pony. My Little Pony exists in the world, and the pig watches it, and that pig is like, oh, Big Macintosh, that's a hunk of a man right there. That's fucking right. That's goddamn right. I know that's right. The thing, the thing about the pig's name is I've been trying to come up with one the whole podcast, and I'm like, I want the bit to be it's like a big, greasy, fucking dirty hog, and Charlotte has given it just like an absolute My Little Pony-ass bullshit girl-girl, like, glittle sparkle name, and I couldn't think of anything. I mean, the pig's name could just be like, I mean, totally, totally not going off of what you just said. The pig's name could just be Dude as a reference to Babe. <laughs> that is fine <laughs> by me. The pig's name is Dude. Dude 2. This is absolutely a she-her pig, by the way. Her name is Dude. Dude 2, pig in the middle school. (laughs) Uh, I ship it as a segment where I talk for a bit and Amber goes, I like it when men fuck men, but say they not fuck men. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop coming up with that as a solution to I ship it. We're never gonna have another character where that applies to them ever again. Now that you've called me out on it, <laughs> I've done it one too many times now. Are we at one fun fact apiece? Okay, she does have a horse, and it never comes up. Like doesn't care about it. <laughs> she she's she. So she hates the actual horse that she has. Yeah, especially relative to dude. Uh, not as they aren't good friends. You you can't talk to this horse. You can talk to dude. <laughs> <laughs> Secretarius isn't magical, ma. Dude is magical. Yeah, and yeah, why not? Like you said, Secretariat. Sure, it's an actual racehorse that, like, you know, does races and is cool. <laughs> Like, a horse that you would totally care about and has its own story going on. It's, like, living its own life. It's dealing with horse spirits, which are different than regular spirits. 
My fun fact is that Charlotte actually hates horse girl movies, and she's like, this isn't what being a 4 h looks like at all. <laughs> Why is it always telling my dad I can't race? My dad supports it. My dad is also a farmer. This is dumb. That sounds great. I think there's, um, there's a little story, there's a little side storyline where she, um, uh, she has written some delicate information about all of the supernatural, sorry, paranatural stuff in her journal. She has a journal, um, and, like, Susie discovers it at some point. Susie looks inside of the journal, um, but Charlotte's handwriting is so bad that Susie can't tell what she's written down. <laughs> I love, I love this, I love this girl boss who just, you know, denies every expectation. No neat handwriting, a horse girl on a pig... Uh, is popular even though she's wearing just the dumbest shirt that anyone has owned. Uh, it's just amazing. I mean, that's what it's like in middle school. <laughs> kind of, yeah, that's a good point. Well, um, uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. My name has been Amber Autumn, she, her. Prince Devin, he, him. And memory, uh, they, them. Oh, God. Oh, God is right. And you know what God loves? God loves it. God loves capitalism. All right. Nothing more Jesus loves (sighs) than when people were selling shit in his father's house. And speaking of selling shit, Memory, would you like to sell your shit to our audience? Plug your pluggables, buddy. Uh, I have like no pluggables at all. I I used to make tabletop games and I can't remember the URL of my itch.io right now. So fuck that. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Also, God, it was so long ago. It's embarrassing. Uh, uh, let's see. If I want to wanna plug any like metaphysical concepts, then you want to plug anything that isn't like a plug. Uh, let's see. I want to plug like the ocean up so that it keeps filling up uh, forever. Ooh, good one. Yeah, and then we'll all die. No, it'll just be different, and that's great. <laughs> it'll be a new world for all of us, uh, where we live you know, in the water. It's some sort of water world, if if you would. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, our theme music has been by Kyle Alicia, who you can find at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Um, please be sure to like us, give us a, a five-star review, drop us a comment, and head over to our merch store, uh, where we will be selling t-shirts with cowboy vests printed on them. Um, uh, my name is Amber Autumn, uh, and this has been Taskmaster. Good night. Wow, that was... I have nothing to work with plugging on to what we're going to do next time. Join us next week, everyone, when Amber tries in vain to get us to talk about Gem and the Holograms. But actually, we talk about our serial mascot. Okay, bye. Bye.